For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Yo, that man might be back. He might be coming back soon. Who is that? I'm talking about Baby Bosa. Okay, I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah, buddy. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Uh, plenty to get to on the show. Wait, did I just say Bosa? I did say, wait, aren't we supposed to be talking quarterbacks and draft and all that stuff? Do we have to? Uh, I mean, we'll get into it. But look, Bosa's there's some video that surfaced him working out. We got to talk about it, all right? So we're going to get into that. Um, we're going to get into the quarterbacks and stuff as well. Of course, it is draft season, and, and we're I mean, the draft is, is just right around the corner, right? So we're getting down to the nitty-gritty, if you will, in terms of draft season, as far as draft season is concerned. And so we'll talk about that, what the options are. Everybody's still saying Mac Jones. And so – uh, we'll 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 discuss that a little bit as well. But of course, as always, feel free to get involved in the podcast. We're located wherever you find your podcast. Continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. Um, hit us up on social media. I'm at R Haylock on Twitter. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at underscore Bump and Run. As always, we're presented by Bet Online. Of course, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sports book expert. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. So, uh, some video surfaced in between our last podcast and then this most current, most recent podcast. Um, wait, is it recent if we're doing it right now? Probably, it's current, right? Current? <laughs> um, yeah. Any, okay. any geography? Or, uh, geography. Uh, geography, <laughs> just let it go. Let it go. Ah, what are we doing? What are we even <laughs> no, doing we, right now? We, we don't throw me on <laughs> to that dumpster party that you're creating. <laughs> English, any any English majors out there? Uh, go ahead and, and and just hit me up. Let let me know uh, how awful I am. Uh, and we're gonna say current, right? Because we're doing it right now. By the time you listen to it, it'll be recent. But because we're doing it right now, it's current. Yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah. this the, between our last podcast and now this current podcast, some video has surfaced of Baby Bosa working out. Um, first of all. He looks good. Work. He was doing some agility drills. I don't know if you had the mm-hmm. opportunity to see the video, Ed, but um, yeah, he, he looks, he looks good. I mean, he looks like well, he, he, he looks like he's training for football again, which yeah, I'm happy yes, to see. So, yes. so that's that's the thing about it. He's he's back training. Um, he's back doing the things that he needs to do to get his body prepped for a season. So I feel good about that. Yeah. He had he had the Jays on, and in other words, those aren't just game shoes; those are workout shoes as well, right? So you, you know you work out in, in, in shoes you play in, apparently, if, if if you're Baby Bosa. Um, but yeah, that that was the thing that that kind of caught my eye was the, was what you just said. Um, it it didn't seem. I mean, obviously, we don't know the extent of his workouts and things of that nature, but the way he was moving, it didn't appear that he was limited 
or hampered in any way. Like it looked like he was he was just out there. He was going, um, yeah. and that that's pretty remarkable if you think. Of, I mean, that I mean, I kind of kind of goes to you know where medicine and technology and all that stuff is today. But I mean, you think about it, right? That was what September, and here we are in April. Um, I mean, it hasn't even been you know a full year yet, or even close to it, and, and he's moving you know incredibly well uh, in that video. Uh, yes, definitely, definitely, uh, and that's what you expect now. Because as you say, um, medicine has gotten to a point now to where um, the surgeries and everything are done um, much less invasively, so guys have less trauma to heal from so you can get back to doing the things that are necessary because once upon a time they used to just cut you open and in the process they you, you know i mean you had to fix everything like when i when i messed up my shoulder my second year um i i, I had a rotator cuff i completely ripped my rotator cuff i had a posterior separation and when my arm popped normally when you dislocate a shoulder it pops out of the front. Mine popped out of the back. And when it popped out of the back, it so it tore everything. But in the process of fixing that, they completely sliced open my deltoid from front to back and peeled it down to go back in to try and repair everything. So now I got to repair the – so I have to rehab the um, rotator cuff. But you also have to do – you have to rehab the, um, the deltoid. And then because you have all that trauma, then they had to go back in and cut off, you know, a half inch of my collarbone to make room when the scar tissue started forming. So you have other surgeries, then you heal from the trauma from that. So just saying now, you know, modern science is caught up and, and, and they have well not caught up. They've advanced to where these guys uh, can go in and they, they fix what's necessary without destroying areas that they don't need to um, affect and guys can get back out there and get back to doing what they do. And that's what we see with Bosa. So I'm, I'm, that's what I expected for was for him to be back. That's what I was saying all the while, you know, guys get injured. It was an injury. People forget that these guys didn't get cut. <laughs> they didn't, they didn't forget how to play. They're still on the roster. So it's like the day I was I was listening to um I was listening to some guys talking about on the radio and just some guys talk about Cleveland and them being a super a Super Bowl dark horse because of their um record. I mean I'm sorry because of their roster. And I'm like people just completely forget that the 49ers have a good roster because we're all caught up in this quarterback thing. For some reason they think they don't have a quarterback and that they have a bad roster. So yeah, Bolsa coming back, it's only going to help. It's only going to help. People, people forgot baby Bosa was out there. They'll find out. And it's it's only been seven months. Um, so, I mean, that that's just mm -hmm. I, in, incredi well, it's incredible. Yeah. Incredible to yeah. me. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, so so this is the thing now. Also, no, he, it's seven months. I'm sure he's not ready to take on the load of um, moving human beings. But guess what? He doesn't have to be. He doesn't have to be ready to do that until September. Yeah. Uh, so he still has time, has plenty of time. Uh, but but right now what you see him doing is, as I said, he's training, doing the things now to get his body ready for football. So that right there, I I, I really like seeing the fact that he, he's back building and, and moving forward. And, and remember, everybody remember, football players are wired, wired different. Yeah, just, just differently. It's, it's, we're just kind of crazy in the head. 
and the pain tolerance level and all the things that are necessary for you to start training again. They're well, so dude, high. you just described your whole shoulder falling off. I mean, that's yeah. that's a little. Uh, someone said it's a little excessive. <laughs> well, well, you just well, no, it's it's par for the course. It's it's you know I, I say all the time, a hundred percent injury rate in football. Yeah. So you have to learn how to deal with pain. Pain's relative. Hurt is relative. Um, and you have to learn how to manage it and look through it and go beyond it. Even because something hurts, but okay. The question is, does it, does it hurt, um, to a point to where I can't do anything because I'm going to injure myself or re-injure myself or does it hurt and it's just uncomfortable? So if it's just uncomfortable, then you train through being uncomfortable. That's, that's just that's just the way it is. That's just, that's just how it is. You don't even, I mean, you don't you don't even think about it. I, you know, it was like when I when I had my the surgery on my ankle, I was two days after surgery I was already riding a bike. Eight days after surgery I was running again. Um, you know, we were still they were worried about a staph infection and everything because you know the 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 surgery the portals and things hadn't even closed yet hadn't healed. But but you're back doing what you do because that's how you're wired. So with Bosa, it's what I expected. And all these guys that are injured, I expect them to be back out there. So that's why I'm, that's why you we keep saying it. The the roster isn't going anywhere. I don't for some reason everybody's just looking past the Niners. I I, I think that's a mistake. I think that's a mistake. Um. By the way, Melvin Ingram is still out there. And uh, mm-hmm. seems not to be getting a bunch of interest. Um, I'm all for it. Uh, I'm, I'm not. Last year was a down year, obviously. I mean, he no sacks for the first time in his career. Played just seven games um, for the Chargers, but he was. I mean, he was hurt the whole season, right? I mean, he never really was uh, himself. Uh, in all honesty, so I mean, if you can, yeah, I think we talked about this before, right? I mean, you get him on the cheap, and and he comes in and becomes a guy who's not. You're not really relying on the guy. I mean, you're talking about a, a number of uh, of snaps to be able to come come in and, and play opposite Bosa. You move Armstead on the inside. Um, I sign me up. Um, but I mean, I don't know. We'll we'll we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, obviously, we got to get into the quarterbacks. But first, Ed Sunday scary time. Um, I actually slept all right last night. I did. Good. 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 That, that's good. Sunday scaries will help you sleep. But, you know, this is something also, if you're just somebody out there, if you just don't relax well uh, because you have so much on your brain, you know, you got a crazy life, you're trying after 2020, everybody's trying to just get back to doing the things that they have normally done. But that can also get the brain going and make it a little difficult to shut things down. You can start overthinking things. What do I want to do next? How do I get back to where I was? Uh, Sunday scaries can help you with that. They can help ease that stress. You know, I've, I've done my homework. I've tried these things. As you said, they helped you sleep. They can also just decompress you. These are some delicious vitamin boosting CBD gummies, and you got to get your hands on them. They, they are becoming a must have in just my daily routine. They just help me just chill out in about 20 minutes you'll just be able to just chill out and it'll take the edge off and it'll help you just focus get your composure composure back and there's nothing to be afraid about so there's no risk to buying these things the company offers a hundred percent 
lifetime money back guarantee. I don't know if you can get better than that. They're talking lifetime guarantee. So if the product is not for you, that's okay. You'll get your money back. Sunday Scary is not in the stress you out business. As I said, it's to help you decompress. They want you to be stressless. Okay. Understand that. So 25% off. We got you back. 25% off just to prove it. You can visit sundayscaries.com and use my promo code. It's Davis. You know how to spell it. D-A-V-I-S. And you'll get your discount right there. That's 25% off with the promo code Davis at sundayscaries.com. And I'm going to say it once again. You heard me say it last week. They are effing amazing. And you won't regret joining their squad. Um, a little housekeeping here. Uh, Daniel Brunskill returning. Uh to the 49ers um the uh usa today put out a couple targets for for the niners um uh-huh. and one of them just so happens to be melvin ingram uh who we just talked about uh, i'm gonna throw a name out there that, that makes melvin ingram makes sense but throw, throw some other names i'm out. gonna throw some other names out there so these are these are names that they put out uh ryan kerrigan uh melvin ingram who we just mentioned ryan kerrigan uh-huh. everson uh-huh. griffin and alex okay. okafer from uh the Chiefs. Yeah. Um okay. of those four guys, you had your choice for for this Niners team. Who are you taking? Um Wow, I, I'm still with you on Ingram. I think all of those guys could come in and the question is gonna be health and whether they have left. Um I would go Mel uh, Melvin Ingram. Uh, off of that list, I'm saying, who else did you name? Because I'm thinking, I'm trying to look at Ryan, to Ryan Kerrigan, older Everson Griffin, another older guy. Everson, Everson Griffin, but Everson Griffin is not more an edge guy, you know. I think he's going to do more damage, up you the, know, from a, up the middle, up the middle of five technique. You can or three, you you might, you know. I, I'm I'm looking at Melvin. I, I think you need to get somebody off of the edge. And then Alex Okafor is the other guy. Yeah, now it's Okafor. I, I I still would go. I still would go with. Um, I, I still would go with um, Melvin. Yeah. Are we overlooking Kerry Hyde? Are we overlooking him? No, he's already there. Yeah, but just in terms of impact that that he can have, um, no, especially I, playing no, I, opposite Bosa and 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 things like that. Because I mean, he did what he did last year. I mean, he basically did it. You know, with. Uh-huh. The whole D line depleted, right? So yes, are we yes. are we maybe overlooking the type of impact that he could have next season, considering no. you know the the squad will be back and healthy, hopefully. Now let me just say this: um, you you you've heard me say it. What was I taught as a Niner? Don't be afraid to be great. Terry Hyder has shown me how he plays. I expect him to play that way now. There's no there's no going back. So I'm not overlooking him. Now you've shown me the level that you can play at. So I Bosa has shown me the level that he can play at. I'm expecting Bosa to get back to his level. Either that's the level I expect. That's your floor now. That's how you're supposed to play. You still need somebody else. So so no, I'm not. That's why I say he's already there. I'm not looking. I'm not overlooking him or or under um, valuing what he brings. It's it's now that's that's needed. So you, if you want that front to be back to where it was, you need other guys playing at that level consistently. So that's what we're talking about right now. Because what you just named, okay, so let's say Bosa gets back to where he was and Hyder was where he was. That's two guys. Don't you need more? 
Yeah, well, I mean, the, the thought is you get somebody in the draft, right? Um, yeah, well, well, but but so, so that's what we're talking about. You gotta you you need more out of him. You need an uptick from Kinlaw, um, which should be expected. So all all of those type things. So that's that's what I'm saying. I mean, Hyder, that's what you do now. <laughs> that, that's 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 the issue. I don't I don't expect him to go back. I don't expect anything. It can't, you can't. That, that's just not how it's done. If you want if you want to be that dude. You don't you don't go backwards. Your standard the standard is the standard. So, Hyder, you showing me that that you can play at a high level. I expect you to be at a high level. That's the way you draw up defenses. If I'm the coordinator, I'm going to try to get this guy in position to make this play. I'm going to put this give this guy tough duty, and his kid's going to be in the ringer on this play because he can handle it. He's one of my guys that can handle the tough duty. So that we can create this type of look. That's that's what that starts. That's what he has become. He has shown that he's one of those guys that I can gain for playing with because I expect you to do this down in and down out. So no, I'm not overlooking him. Okay. Um, I just, I, yeah. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. All right, let's get into these quarterbacks, Ed. All right, that's no, do okay. That, that's all that's right. all all the all the rage. All the rage is these these I quarterbacks. Know. Number three pick. You move all the way up. You gotta you gotta do something, right? You gotta do do something. Not just something. You gotta you gotta with with a bang too, right? I mean, it's it's gotta be just you know, all the smoke, as they say. All right, so here we go. Um, <laughs> so Sherm. Richard Sherman uh, said something uh, very interesting. He was on the uh, basically his po- his podcast, basically Chris Collinsworth podcast featuring Richard Sherman. Um, he said something that I think a lot of people. Well, I don't want to say a lot of people. He said something that I think people have been been thinking right. Um, and, and this and his thoughts are, he thinks Justin Fields is the pick. Um, and this is a quote from Richard Sherman. I don't know what they're thinking. I don't think Kyle and John ever show their hand. I've never seen speculation to the point that it is right now. This is a feverish pitch of speculation. This is ridiculous. And then it's almost like a smokescreen because every mock has Mac Jones. It's like, come on now. It's interesting, and it's going to be interesting, and San Francisco is going to pretty much control the draft and control what everybody else does. Um... What do you think about that? I think there may be something to this here because uh, Kyle and Shan- Kyle, Kyle and John. Um, I mean, he's right. They never really show their hand, right? And so the fact that there's so much speculation out here um, and so many fingers are pointing towards Mac Jones, and we've talked about this before. And I'm a firm believer that you don't move up to three so you can get Mac Jones. Um, I know you and I kind of disagreed on this, but I, I think you, I think you could have sat you know, pretty for a little bit. Um, you know, maybe you move up, but I don't know if you move if you make such a drastic move. Um, especially for a guy who I consider to be a Jimmy Light. Like, don't get me wrong, I think Mac Jones is is a pretty good quarterback, but all, there's also that body of work concern that I have as well in terms of him just being a starter for one year. So there's there's a lot of things we can go we can go down the line and, and things that um I feel in terms of negatively regarding Mac Jones. That said, there are, you know, some positive traits out there that he has as well. Um, you, you think about it, and I know you sort of played devil's advocate on this before when we talked about it. I mean, how much of that was him? How much of that was uh, Sark kind of scheming guys open? And how much of it was Devontae Smith and, and, and Jalen Waddle? I mean, you're throwing to two top ten picks possibly. Um, and also, you know, 
as a USC guy, I mean, we saw this a lot, right, in, in terms of guys coming out of there and, and, and them throwing to blue-chip prospects, and by the time they get to the NFL, it just doesn't work out because they're throwing the guys that are very, very good, and they're running wide open against people in the Pac-10, Pac-12, what have you, uh, and it just didn't really work out for them in the NFL. So um, a bunch of different ways you can go. But as far as the Justin Fields thing, um, I think this could be a real thing because I think by all accounts – Fields, for a long time, has been that guy people considered right behind Trevor Lawrence. And I know Kyle Wilson has sort of jumped into the discussion, uh, and Mac Jones now sort of on the outskirts of that. But I feel like Fields is a guy who's been around, his name has been around, his resume, his pedigree, this, that, and the other, has been around for a while. Um, I can see you moving up to three for Justin Fields more than I can see you moving up to three for a Mac Jones. Um and, and especially in this day and age where you may need a little bit more mobility back there. I'm um, not saying a guy has to be Lamar Jackson and, or, or a Vic or, or a runner per se, but uh, somebody who can, you know, maybe slip through some things um, or, or, or extend some plays, you know, if you will, especially in today's modern NFL. So um, I think there's something here to what Sherman is saying. What, 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 what do you take from all that? Um, what I take is before I'm still on the same stance, you move up to three. Um, the thing is everyone gets saying you, you don't move up to three for Mac Jones. Um, and my, my response to that is why tell me why, other than the fact that you don't like him, the, the guys that everyone who's saying that, um, they're, you're saying it because of, a personal feeling towards Jones and everybody's looking for reasons to say why he shouldn't be the guy. Um, he's a good quarterback. He's an accurate quarterback. Um, he's a smart quarterback. He's a winning quarterback. Um, he's, he's, uh, I've said it before. This guy is the closest. He, he's playing for the closest um, entity in college um, to a professional team. All the things that you that you have to look at when you start to look at a, a, a franchise quarterback, um, or a potential franchise quarterback, basically your franchise, he's kind of lived all of that stuff. So if that is your guy, I I'm not like I'm, I you know me. I this the question is what do you want and what are you trying to say? We need. How how do I want my what what's the most important thing for the play caller, Kyle, the play designer, Kyle, um, the truly the office of coordinator, Kyle, the head coach, Kyle, for the most important position on your team. What do you think are the traits you need there? So are you saying? I need somebody to run my system and these are the things I need out of it. And I believe that this person can best run my system regardless of athleticism. This guy can best do the things I need. He's good enough to do all the things that I need to do from an accuracy standpoint, from a, from a cerebral standpoint, from an arm strength standpoint, um, a mobility standpoint. This is what I need to get it done. If that's your guy, then you do move up for him. So you 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 know what I've said about the quarterback. If if you think that this guy could possibly be gone, you do whatever you have to do to get your quarterback. You get your quarterback when when you think this is the guy that's going to win me a championship. You get it. 
Now, you don't give up three ones. You know I told you that. You don't do that. And they didn't. So uh, I'm, I'm fine with that. But what this pick is going to show is what Kyle thinks is important. More so than John Lynch because I – I, I told you this. I don't know if I told you on the pod before the pod, or the pod after the pod. I, I asked when when Trent Baalke was the head coach. I'm sorry, when he was the general manager for the 49ers, and Colin Kaepernick, who was drafted by Jim Harbaugh, who was the head coach at that time, I I specifically asked the question face to face, sitting right across from one another in the press box, sitting right next to each other. I I asked him, why did you draft Cap? Why Cap? And his response was, this is the guy that the head coach liked. This is the guy that the head coach thought was could best run his system, that he could best develop, that would put him in position to do everything that he wanted to do with his offense. Trent told me I didn't necessarily have Cap rated as the guy I would select in that position, but the head coach liked him so much and said, this is the guy I had to give this guy what he wanted. So Kyle, this pick, if it's a quarterback, if it's a quarterback, which it seems like it should be with the, the moves that they made, if it's a quarterback, it's going to say what Kyle thinks is important and the attributes that he thinks are important within a quarterback to be efficient within his system. That's what it's going to tell me. So I'm not, it, it, and whoever it is, it better work. You can't have a, you can't have another Solomon Thomas. You can't pick a guy in the top five in the draft and he not be a hall of famer. For that matter, top 10, you need to, you need to be on a hall of fame pace. And the guys, that, and they have selected guys in those positions that aren't necessarily on that pace. Good players, but, not necessarily at that at at that pace, which means you overpaid for them. That's all. Doesn't mean the guy's a bust. You know my thoughts on that. Doesn't mean the guy's a bust because you have no you have no um, choice in where you're selected. And people always say this guy's a bust. No such thing. You can say that a guy was overdrafted, and that's on the organization. So now we're going to see what he feels about these quarterbacks themselves i don't i i have my thoughts on it on because i said i think multiple guys can come in and play well i think all of these guys that are at the top have have traits that can that can be successful um i have fields ahead of ahead of um um wilson he can spin a ball (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) you know what i'm saying there's no question the, the arm talent on wilson is there there, there's, there's absolutely no question. Um, you, you talk about the wide open receivers that Mac Jones was throwing the ball to. He did a pretty good job. He did a pretty good job with. You still got to get with, it there, right? You still got to get it there. He did a pretty good job of doing the things that were necessary. Um, even we go to Trey Lance. Trey Lance is a, is another player that you look at and you can talk about the level of competition and what he's done and all these things. What I do know is that I've seen this dude rip 65-yard throws with ease and drop them into a bucket um, against some tight coverage down the field. I've seen him do those things. So all of these guys can work, but it's going to be what does Kyle think is important? Who's the mastermind? Is it is it 
I'm Kyle, do what I say and it'll work. Or let me let I'm Kyle, I have this system and as much talent as I can get in that physical talent that I can get in that position. Um, that's what I want. So we're going to see how it plays out. And, and that's, and that's, that's where, that's where I'm at. So it's not, you know, with people saying that it's going to be Jones and, you know, the smoke screen and all this stuff, it's lion season. I don't pay any attention to that. And, and no one ever knows or, or says it, but it, but you, and you can always, play it that way because you can leak it that this is the guy I want with the thoughts that somebody else wants him and they're going to come in and they're going to give me a king's ransom to, to move back into that spot that could be the thing because I, you could go ahead go ahead no I, I I think you touched on something obviously there's something there to it's lion season right and and the leaks are coming out and it all seems to be you know everything's pointed towards Jones um which is kind of you know Sherm's point is like it's, it's a smoke screen but there's something in which you said earlier, right? We're just going to go through these number one picks. Ruben Foster, Solomon Thomas, Mike McGlinchey, Nick Bosa, Javon Kinlaw. Jury's still out on Kinlaw, obviously. We've seen we've seen Bosa be great. Um, mm-hmm. McGlinchey, hmm, good. He's, he's a good player. He's not a top ten player. Right? Solomon yeah. Thomas. He's good, no, but, but he hasn't shown me yet that he's top ten. Same with Solomon Thomas. No longer Solomon in the colors. No. Solomon Thomas was the third pick of the draft. He was the third pick of the draft. He has not done. Nick Bosa did what – that's what a second, third uh, pick of a draft is supposed to do. That's how you're supposed to play when you're the second, third pick of the draft. So, you should come in, and it should be obvious that you are a generational talent. Solomon Thomas is a guy – he's a solid player. He plays well when he has other good players around him, but he's not, he's not the guy that you have to game plan against. He's not that. He's not that guy. Very good, good player. He's he, not a great player. He's also no longer in the colors. Neither is uh, Ruben Foster. Yeah. But that was, yeah. you know, that, that was some off the Ruben field. Ruben Foster, yeah, that wasn't. That was off the field. That was some off the field yeah. stuff. Um, so of those guys, one, two, three, four, five, um, they hit on one, uh, and and we're still not sure about Kinlaw, right? Is that? That fair to say? Well, Ken, well, see, well, no, see, this is the thing. Uh, well, Ken Law, but but see, Ken Law wasn't a top ten pick. He went a top, t- a top. He went, he went a top ten pick. So, but so that's first, what I'm first, first round Law, pick. Okay, but first round, but first round, second round, all those things. That that's that's you know that right there can all be subjective. I'm, what I'm so you're about saying top just 10. top ten picks. So you're saying Bosa, McGlinchey, and Thomas. Yes, when you start looking at so this is what I'm talking about when we when we start talking top ten picks. So you're saying one we're for three, thirty thirty three percent is what what they're hitting on in terms of a top ten. Well, picks. well, yeah. When you because because think about see what I'm saying. This is the thing about a top ten pick, and now you're getting ready to have another top ten pick. You have a top five pick. The thing about picking there is that you're not saying best player at whatever positions available and all these type things. You are now you have the option of getting the best available player period in the entire like the this this is the new crop of um nfl possible hall of famers this is the next generation you have an opportunity to hand select a guy before anybody else gets a chance that's the thing so once you start getting down 25 26 you know other teams could have selected twice you haven't had a chance but when you start talking top five 
Look, the best football players on planet Earth are available. You got to be right. So that that's what I mean when you. So, so that's what I'm saying. At number two, Bosa was a no no brainer, and he's playing that way. At number three this year, it's supposed to be a no brainer. You're supposed to be able to get a guy that's going to be that dude. Okay, at so, num- when, so you, that's, when you pick Solomon Thomas, it should have been a no brainer. Okay, so that that said, how confident are you that they're going to hit here at number three? Um, I'm not, it's not, I'm not even going about it that way. I always look at these things. Of course, you know, we can, we can say that hindsight is 2020, but that's how, how we look at it. Uh, No player, no player that they select, I'm going to say was the wrong selection. We're going to see how it pans out. So I have to see what is it you, what is it you're asking this guy to do? What do you expect him to do? Um, uh, what's the most important thing for the the coach that's about to grab this player? What is it you want? Um, because I've seen – we can talk about Fields. We can talk about Trey Lance. We can talk about Trevor Lawrence. All, all, all of these guys that are coming out, we, Zach Wilson. I've seen guys less talented physically – then all of those guys perform extremely well yeah, in high level. Offense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. I've, I've seen it. Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins doesn't measure up to any of these guys. No. In some aspects, Matt Ryan doesn't. Um, Matt Schaub in no way. Matt, Matt Schaub is, is, is physically is not as good as any of these guys coming yeah, out. Yeah. And Matt Schaub, Matt Schaub was a pro bowler in this system. So – it's it, so that, that's that's what I'm saying. So I, I just want to see what's important to Kyle moving forward. What does he think is that quarterback of his offense to advance and get things done? What does he believe? Um, what type of traits does does he think are missing out of that room right now? Because that's that's what it's going to be. Because he may say, guess what? I love everything about Jimmy. That's why I got him in the first place. So I'm just going to get a li- another. I'm going to upgrade the version of that guy. That may be his case because most well, of the guys. If, that that, if that's the case, you know? then that, that then it's Mac Jones, then right? Well, 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 that that could be. So that's what I'm saying. I, I, I. There's not a guy that I'm going to freak out about. I just want to see how he plays. It's the same when Jimmy Garoppolo came and everybody was like the franchise quarterback, and I was. And my comment at the time was, I just want to see if he's a consistent starter like y'all making him the franchise quarterback he hadn't done a thing and like this kid whoever they draft he's not the franchise quarterback he's the backup until they give him the opportunity to play and then once he hits the field i want to see is he a consistent starter can he command the huddle can he win football games can he win playoff games because you don't become the franchise quarterback until you start doing that like period you know you can you can be the guy at the position but if you ain't uplifting the the, the franchise, getting it, it's my Matt Stafford stance, and I'm gonna I, I'll stay on that hill. What did he do for the franchise? What did, what did he do to elevate the franchise? He played well. Yeah. And they lost a lot. Okay. Okay. You you put up you put up five thousand yards, and you guys were winning five games. I I, I don't. I don't care when when people say, "Well, Garoppolo only threw the ball this many times." Well, he, but in games where they needed him to throw it fifty times, he did, and they won those games. 
in games where they didn't need him to throw it 50 times. He didn't, and they won those games. Yeah. That's 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 what matters. So um, I'm, I'm a little different. On, I'm, I, I don't care. I, I truly don't care who they draft. I don't. I can tell you who I think physically who I, I think would be uh, – I, I think Field could play the position, play the position well. I think he could do all the things that Kyle wants. I think he's a better athlete um, than a lot of the guys there. I think the experience, the school that he played for, the winning uh, all his entire life, all of those things matters to me. And I think he brings a, a different level of athleticism to the room that they don't have right now. Um, and he and he does and he utilizes that in a winning way. So that's that's the guy that I I think it's it's that extra that you don't have at the quarterback position that you should try to bring in. Let's see if Kyle thinks that that's a necessary component. Let's see. Um, I I I don't know. You, you probably won't agree with me here on this one, but I I think this is the most important pick in the Lynch Shanahan tenure. Oh yes, yeah, um, of course. Because because if it's a quarterback, they are they are officially tying themselves to a guy. So you live or die by this guy. Because even with Garoppolo, even with Garoppolo, you, you hand selected him, but you also hand selected him in a manner that would allow you to um, divorce him. That's why you set up your con. You set up this contract on a trial basis. We, we we believe in you're our guy. We are going to give you an opportunity to play. But just in case you don't work out, we have all these drop dead points in the contract where we can get rid of you. Yeah, that's 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 what they did in that situation. That's that's how they did that. So now right now what you're doing is showing them that you have a you have committed to a guy. <laughs> that's it. Once you, you draft a quarterback number three. I've already told you what type of player that's supposed to be. And that right there, that is – that will signify what your tenure as the head coach and general manager of the um, 49ers will be. You're going you're gonna to sink or swim with this pick. With this pick. Gonna, Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think this is, this is, this is a, a big-time uh, – yeah, this is a big time pick for them. Uh, Adam Maya, NFL dot com wrote, um, "This is a prove it year for uh for Kyle and 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 uh and Lynch. Um, you know, last year they they may have gotten a mulligan, but uh this year may be a prove it year for them. Um, as, oh, yeah, as a combo, definitely. as a as a regime, and I, I don't necessarily uh tend to disagree with that. You can check out his article over on NFL dot com. Um, Adam Maya, uh, friend of the show. Anyways, um. I think it's a big time pick. Look, this is huge. This is huge for the regime of Kyle and John. Um, I think you got to nail this. You got to get this right. Um, if we're if we're going off the top ten picks, you know they're one for three. I think if you go two for, if you're fifty percent on top ten picks, um, in my eyes, uh, I think that would. I don't think that's bad because I think the draft is such a crapshoot, right? Um, and so top ten picks. That I, I'm sorry, I disagree. Top ten picks. That's bad. You think so? Top ten, yes. So you got you got to go yeah. you got to go four for four. You got to be batting a thousand in top ten picks. Uh, I think you better be a whole lot closer than that. Uh, you, I mean, then you're fifty percent. 
yeah, you, you, you know, if, if th- three out of four, I could be like, okay, you were talking, but, but you, you, you gotta, I, I don't know. I, I just think you're supposed to be right. All, 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 all the football evaluators are out there. You're supposed to be right. Now, this is the thing. If this one, what, what will push you over the 50%, you, you can look at it and say, number wise, they were, you know, you got two out of four, but if one of those is a quarterback and that quarterback if you hit on um, that, that gives you like bonus you hit, points. If you if you hit on that, yes. So if that okay. if that if, if the two that you hit on are Bosa, who's on a Hall of Fame track, and who who knows where he's going to max out, and your quarterback that can push you and win championships, to put you in potential to be playing for championships year in and year out, like you've seen the great the quarterbacks for the Niners do in years past, then okay, all is forgiven. Yeah, I, we'll certainly see. I mean, I, I, we got one more uh, pre-draft pod um, to, to to discuss all this, but I, it's certainly uh, it's certainly fascinating. Of course, with all the chatter and stuff that happens, you know, prior to the draft, um, and just on a, on a larger scale, just you know, last year's draft compared to this year's draft, just where we are as a world and a country, right? And in, in in terms of like dealing with the the pandemic and and everything, um, just so it, it's so it's so uh, it's so nuanced, um. For me, at least. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll we'll definitely see. Um, you know, Colin Shan. So we have one more, one more before the draft. Yeah, I, I believe we got one more before the draft. Okay, then uh, I'll decide who I think they're gonna don't, draft. Don't 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 quote me on that though. But I believe it's yeah, I, I believe it's one more. Yeah, because I think the draft is yeah yeah I think it's it's one more. So, um, so we shall see. Uh, but definitely, you know, this is a, a most a most important pick. Um. So yeah, I mean, you know, give us your thoughts. I know a lot of people out there, or there's some people out there saying Lance, some people saying Fields. A lot of people are on this Mac Jones bandwagon. Um, and there, there's some faithful who have been saying this for a long time. Like, you know, why should we trust Kyle and Sean to be able to, you know, make this pick right? You know, considering their track record. Um, of, of <laughs> that, first round picks. That, um, <laughs> you know, that's ridiculous, though. Why would you not trust them? You don't have a choice. Who, who else? I who mean, else? this is just what people are saying. Make the, who, you know, I mean, I, who do you want to make the pick? <laughs> <laughs> Who do you want to make the pick? I mean, I mean, these reporters that are out there saying they're definitely going to pick this guy unless they pick this guy. Yeah. Unless they pick, this, they can't make up their mind. But yeah, so and, who, and, who and they have the they have the luxury of being able to you know do that every year without you know actually you know having Getting wins fired. and losses. Yeah, tr- yes. attached yeah. to it, right? So um, yes, yeah. Hey. So I mean that that's that's a little less pressure uh, on on their that, part. That that just amazes me how everyone is so happy with what they did with the team. But then you say, I don't trust them doing anything. You trusted, you trusted them enough when they were taking, when they were winning football games and took you to a Super Bowl. Trust them now. Trust them Just now. relax. Let them do their jobs. Yeah. Um. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, as always, feel free to continue to, uh, you know, get in touch with the show. We're on, on Twitter. I'm at Haylock. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And on Instagram, I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at underscore Bump and Run. Uh, make sure you continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. Uh, we're located wherever you find your podcast. If there's a like button, go ahead and hit that like button on your, your podcast subscription service. Um, and yeah, I mean, we'll see, give us your thoughts. Let us know, let us know what you're thinking. Um, as this thing continues to be a a fluid situation, uh, if you will. Um, so that's going to do it for this one for my partner, Super Bowl champion, Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. We will see y'all next week.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.